Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Beer and Money. I am your host, Ryan Burklow. With me as always, my co-host, Alexander Collins. Hey buddy, how's it going? Good. For those of you who are new, uh, this podcast is around talking about finances. And it started from a um, seminar, actually, that we held at a local company here in Seattle. And we wanted to talk about money, but we wanted it to be inviting. We wanted it to be more of like a, uh, a chatter conversation. And so we bought everyone a beer and we spoke about money, hence the name Beer and Money. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Luke came up to us afterwards and asked if we'd uh, recorded it and if they could have a copy of it. And so we were we were silly enough to think that uh, hey, we should we should turn this into a regular thing. So uh, thanks for joining us. This is a podcast to help you with your finances, help you think differently about your money, as well as we bring on other guests uh, to help you just just be the best person that you could possibly be. We've had guests like Nicholas Cole, who's a four-time top Quora writer. He's been on Inc. uh, Inc. Magazine. He's been on quite a bit of stuff. And he had written a book around, you know, meditation and and how to focus and branding. And so uh, he was on. We've had Nicholas Cole. We've had Dave Kirpin on. He was another author. We've had some athletes on talking about money. So, you know, this we try to keep it lively for everybody. So... We do. Glad you're here. Uh, for those of you who are returning, you probably have heard some of those podcasts. Uh, thanks for returning. Feel free to check us out at beerandmoney.net, uh, where you can see the, the rest of our podcasts as well as engage with us right there. For today's podcast, Mr. Collins, what are we talking about? Uh, today we're jumping into like, going back and, and getting back to our roots on some of the, the basic concepts, uh, talking around uh, generics of finance. And since we've uh, we've added video, we now get to, to show you some of the things we've been talking about. So we're going to walk through uh, some, some different calculators on living balance sheet, um, give you uh, just kind of an overview of, of living balance sheet, as well as uh, jump into uh, wealth building potential and, and what your most precious financial resource is. Yeah, so the, the takeaways are going to be really understanding like what's going to be the thing that keeps your finances running as efficiently as possible. Like we're going to talk about your greatest financial resource here. So as I begin to share my screen here, Alex, um, you know, I think a lot of people when they they think about money, uh, we all have our money in so many different areas, right? Like think about all the different accounts that we all log into, right? Like what, 15 accounts between, you know, the different car loans, the mortgages, the credit cards, the insurance policies, retirement accounts, savings accounts, right? Like right there was just like what, seven or eight. So it's hard to really see, you know, really what you look like um, from a 30,000 foot view, as well as like, what does the overall picture look like? And so for those of you who are watching us on video, um, you're staring at um, what we call a living balance sheet. And the reason we call it living is these numbers are not written in stone. They change and they literally change every day. Yes, they do. So for those of you who are listening, we're staring at a, a, a 
picture balance sheet with with numbers but simplistically you've got just like your basic assets on your left and your liabilities on your right and then you've got a, another category called cash flow and protection so there's four domains what drives the entire picture here alex well I mean, one of the things that we, we ask clients is what is your most precious financial resource? And we'll pull up something that looks like this. And when we're taking a look at it from this view, the answers that we typically get are things like, oh, well, my, my home, that's the biggest number on this sheet. That, that's not an addition of other numbers. Um, that number that we're looking at here is $600,000. Um, other people will say, oh, well, right, but the 600000 we have to take out the mortgage that's against it which is in this case 370 and so there's really only $230,000 there of, of net value. So the retirement account of 250 is actually bigger. Um, and like one of the things that we're, Ryan and I are gonna, gonna walk through is uh, something called the Wealth Building Potential Calculator. And this is gonna show that both of those numbers actually pale in comparison to what is the most precious financial resource on this balance sheet. And that is what you earn on an annual basis. That $250,000 number that's uh, under cash flow in the bottom left-hand side of what you bring in the door each and every year. So, Ryan, let's let's jump into uh, wealth building potential. Yeah, so let's let's jump into the calculator real quick. I wanted to just highlight something here. Like the the keys and the details here. We're not saying what's your biggest financial asset. Right. What is the resource that is growing everything or possibly shrinking, right? You're like you grow your assets by putting money into that asset and then hope and then trying to get possibly a rate of return on that asset. You pay down your liabilities by putting money towards the liabilities. So this cash flow that or income that Alice was just talking about, right? That's that's the wheels on our car. Without that wheel, we're not going anywhere. If that income stopped coming in the door too soon, what's left? Yeah, well, and without that cash flow, everything goes away in a hurry, right? Exactly. And so what we want to do is we're going to bring up a calculator to really kind of dive into the numbers as to what we just articulated. Yeah, so what we're looking at here is a set of assumptions. So. We're, we're assuming that somebody's going to work for, for 30 years. Um, our base level of uh, income that we're looking at here is just $100,000. And, and initially, we're not going to have any increase on it. Uh, we're not going to have any rate of return on it. And, and we're going to assume 100% of that money is saved. The point of this isn't to say that you can save 100% of your income. The point of this is just to identify how many dollars you have going through your hands, assuming that you never get a raise. Um, for the next 30 years. So, Ryan, if you would, hover over the number at the end there. Yep. Um, so, the $100,000 100, here is your life, right? It's the money that comes in the door that allows you to go on vacations with your family. It, it's $100,000 that has you build what you're trying to build for your family, your vision, your future, as well as living day to day. Like this, this is that, that figure. And to Alex's point, what does that look like 30 years from now? Yeah, $3 million. I mean, the math isn't super challenging with uh, uh, using $100,000 in 30 years. You know, 100,000 times 30 is 3 million. 
when we start adding like cost of living adjustments and you know growing that money over time you know the math the math becomes a little bit more challenging we can no longer do it in our head um but uh you know, let's let's walk through some of that ryan if we uh if we assume a four percent increase um for for our income over time and like that's not necessarily going to be fluid it's going to be we might get a promotion where we get a five or a ten percent bump here it might be two or three percent cost of living adjustment on a, a regular basis uh we might go through periods where we don't get a raise at all but overall it, maybe let's say we get a four percent uh increase in pay what's that look like so we just went from having three million dollars at our disposal to having 5.6 million dollars that's so just a four percent yeah raise. so stop and think about that for a second 5.6 million dollars for this fictitious 35 year old person that works for 30 years right like we went ultra stereotype here 30 years of working <laughs> retired age 65 magically happens for everybody right <laughs> pun intended there but 30 years of working with a $100,000 income coming in the door, living the life, going on vacations with their family, building for their future, sending their kids to college. $5.6 million will pass through this person's fingertips. <laughs> like, that's just crazy to think about. Like, every time I do this calculator, and we've done it a thousand times, like, it, it's... Right. It's not a, like 5.6 million. Yes, we're finance people and yes, we want to know that number, but that is the number that, and, and it's not like the number because it could change. It could be more. The chances of being less isn't great because most people that we sit down with, like their income does go up over time. Like maybe in the later years it levels out, but the fact of the matter is, is this is a huge number that is allowing you to live and build what you want to build. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and the other thing is that we haven't even put a rate of return to this yet. Um, and the, like, you know, I, I can all but hear the, the yeah, buts out there in the audience where they're saying, well, there's no way that I can save a hundred percent of my, my income. And that's, that's not the point of what we're showing here. The, the point of what we're showing here is how many dollars you have going through your fingertips. Yes, there are taxes. Yes. We have to pay, uh, a mortgage or rent or car payments or student loans, all that stuff exists. This is simply pointing out that if your income went away, you're losing $5.6 million over a 30 year time period. Well, and I'd like to point out while you're right, you know, Alex and I are not saving 100% of our income coming in the door. The one thing that we've learned is we have the choice of how much of that 5.6 million dollars we actually get to keep yeah. and spend like i don't want to turn this into a budget conversation right it's more of look you have the choice around what you're doing with your money when you have a purpose as to what you're building and the vision of that you make different choices with your money and it's for the best because not only are you living life today to the fullest you're living life to the fullest later on as well no, absolutely. Um, and so now let's uh, let's add in some of these things to try and make it a little bit more real. Let's add in a, a conservative rate of return. Let's uh, let's start taking a look at like, okay, how much 
how much could somebody actually um, realistically save? So, so what, what, what Rand's doing right now, go ahead. What rate of return do you want to use, Alex? Yeah, it's use 4%. Okay. So if we're able to go ahead and, and generate a 4% rate of return, um, and, and what we're looking at there is just a, a number that is commonly thought of as a safe withdrawal rate that allows uh, the, the principal to stay there and for inflation over time and be able to continue continue creating this. Um, and we come to a number of, of just under $10 million is the, the value of, of what, you know, a $100,000 a year income stream increasing at 4% and then reinvesting that money at a 4% rate of return would look like over a 30 year time period. It just hit my, it just hit me in my head. How many, like, I don't know about you, but when I, when I started making a hundred thousand dollars a year, I never considered myself to be in the range of $10 million. Right. Like how many of you listening right now as a household income has a hundred thousand dollars coming in the door gross, right? But this is before taxes and life. We get that, but almost $10 million <laughs> you have the possibility for. Now, granted we put, you know, some of that is the rate of return on the money and, and no, that's not guaranteed, but some version of that is what's going to pass through your fingertips. Could be more, could be slightly less. That's yeah. a whole different picture that we're painting here, right? Like think about all that money. Now, what is it I want to build? Yeah, well, and so now let's let's jump into taking a look at, at some lifestyle, Ryan. Um, we're not going to break it out into terms of like um, how much is going to go to taxes, how much goes to debt, and how much is left over for lifestyle. We're just going to kind of lump all that together and call it one number. And uh uh, Ryan's using 95%, basically saying, okay, we're going to save 5% of our money um, and take a look at what that does. And so uh, go ahead and hit hit calculate, Ryan. And what this is going to show folks is how much of that almost $10 million you get to keep. That's the, the green portion for those viewers who are watching us uh, uh, on video. And uh, not surprising, 5% of $10 million is half a million dollars. So in this example, if you save 5% save 5% uh, of the money, you're going to wind up with roughly a half a million dollars 30 years down the road. And now you would have spent the equivalent of nine and a half million dollars uh, over that same time period. So like, it's just one of those things where like, we just have to get really comfortable and understand like, whether it's going to house, car, debts, uh, taxes, whatever the whatever our money is being used on, like we just need to to make sure that we understand it. Um, so Ryan, if you would go ahead and change it from from ninety five just to say eighty. So if we if we just become a little bit better at holding on to to our uh, our assets. Um, now we go from half a million dollars to having nearly $2 million sitting there. Again, we're only showing uh, relatively conservative rates in terms of uh, the annual increases. We're showing really relatively conservative uh, rates of return over for a 30 year time period. Um, so the, 
reality is that you should wind up with significantly more. Um, just for, for kicks, Ryan, change the uh, rate of return from four just to six. And so uh, by getting uh, maybe a more realistic 30-year uh, time horizon, when we go from having two, uh, just under $2 million to having a little over two and a half at $2.6 million, you know, now we're, we're starting to be able to, to see how we're able to go ahead and, and grow wealth over time. Um, and again, this, this isn't really showing the, the full potential that you've got. This, I know that Ouch just took us from a 5% savings to a 20% savings, <laughs> right? That doesn't happen overnight, and we're not suggesting that it does. What we are suggesting is you have control over your money. And while we might early on in life, you know, let's just, you know, my, my life included, Alex, I'm sure yours is probably very similar. I didn't graduate college and I couldn't save 20%. Right. right. The cost of living is quite high when you get out of school. However, as I've gotten older and, and my income has grown and really it's just from a an understanding of things, what I've learned about is and we had a whole podcast about this, but I'm going to bring it up again. When I have purpose in terms of what it is I'm trying to build and what's important to my family and my and my life. It allows me to actually save more money and then spend the rest and the, spend the rest to enjoy that life. Well, not only does it allow you to spend it, but it allows you to spend it guilt-free. Yeah. And so this conversation that tends to be only around rate of return, that's not the driving force in this in in this conversation and and in general. The driving force is where's your money and how much of it is staying on your balance sheet? Yeah. I, can we be more efficient with what we're doing? Can we get, uh, you know, more dollars that are get, being given to us by, you know, employers or foregoing taxes or changing taxes from ordinary income into capital gains? Uh, what are the, is there a way to have uh, dollars uh, that grow in tax favorable places? Is there uh, a way to, uh, to to structure things so that we're being more efficient and effective with how we're doing it. So there's a lot of there's a lot in what Alex just said, and <laughs> and the purpose of today's episode is really to drive home the fact that look, your cash flow and your income is your greatest financial resource. What you you have control over it for the most part. Yes, you can't control taxes. Yes, you really can't control inflation. However, you can control where you're putting your money and what you're building. Question number one is, do you even know what you're building? And a lot of us, myself included, didn't have any idea I was spending money and enjoying life. Now that I know what I'm building, I'm still enjoying life, but I have a lot more security as well as I'm still living that life that I want, mainly because mindset has changed. And I understand that that income is the biggest piece, what I'm doing with my money matters and I control it. Yeah. Well, and like one of the other things, Ryan, is that like we, we do quite a bit of work for folks in, in technology. Um, we've got some clients that are early on in their careers that are able to save 30, yeah. 40, 50% yeah. of their, of their income. So uh, my, my experience is somewhat similar to you. 
Um, I did an okay job of saving when I first got out of school, but it, it really wasn't until um, like my early 30s that I, I was really doing a great job of saving. Um, and uh, a lot of that like had to do with the fact that that I was in this industry and and saw firsthand how well how much uh, early saving helped. And so um, you know shortening that that ramp. Um, to, to getting to the point where you have compound interest working on your side as opposed to against you um, is is massively critical. Um, and so while it may not feel like those first first few years where you're saving, you know, five, 10, 15 percent um, of your salary or your income, you know, gets you anywhere, you know, partially because the when you first graduate college, the numbers are relatively low um, and it just it feels like you're slogging. Uh, I promise it it will get better and and uh, you know compound interest is is it's uh, it's a miracle and it, it's amazing how how much it ramps up towards uh, once you get the ball rolling. Yeah, the ball's got to get rolling first, and that's I think that's right. It's got to get started there. So takeaways from today's from today's episode. Um, I'm going to throw one takeaway in that Alex and I didn't discuss prior, but I, I think it is step one is what is the purpose? What is the vision? Because that's going to help you like really grasp why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And then the second takeaway is going to be, you know, understanding that, that your income, your ability to generate cash flow is your most precious financial resource and it has to be protected as such. Which is a perfect segue, Alex. It's almost like we planned for this. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, for the next episode. The next episode, you know, we've had podcasts already around protection. And in the next episode, we're going to be bringing the visual side to this. And we're going to be talking about, okay, using these same type of figures, if we're having a $100,000 income coming in the door, how much should we be protecting and, and the costs associated with that? And what, what, what is the ramifications of different protection pieces either missing or having too little? And so that's going to be our next episode. So make sure you chime in for that. Um, for today's episode, Mr. Collins, we need to have a question of the day. What's that going to be? Uh, the question of the day is what is it that you're doing to drive your savings rate? Hmm. What are the things that you're doing to try and incrementally raise your savings rate? So head to beerandmoney.net, and at the bottom there, you can uh, send us, put it in the subject line, question of the day, and send us your answers. Uh, we, we appreciate your answers that you've been sending thus far, and we definitely appreciate the, the emails that you've been sending us thus far. So um, if you don't want to answer the question today, but you have a topic <laughs> that you, you want us to chat about, that's another spot that you can head to. So beerandmoney.net, um, if you got any value out of this, please, please, please. Um, share it with people that you know, share it on social media. Um, this is a resource uh, for you all to to just actually talk about money, learn about money in, in a way that is not hopefully uh, coming across uh, strong or uh, in a way that scares you. So we appreciate your time. We appreciate you all listening. And Mr. Collins, as always. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. 
Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Lumbra, Finra, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian. Park Avenue Securities is a fully owned subsidiary of Guardian. Bonafide Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020, 102978, expiration 06, 2022.